welcome to the Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice podcast with Charlotte Foster. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice. I hope you are well. Um, This week, it's a bit of a scary one for me because I have been doing some looking back over some of the recent episodes of this podcast and I've noticed a thing that I do a lot. I say, oh, that's a good idea about something I've come up with in an episode. And then I go on to say, I might just try that myself, you know. Here's an example of that from May the 7th, where I'm talking about doing a live podcast episode recording. So I think it's a really good idea. You can charge people for the link, the ticket as such, the virtual ticket. They get the whole recording experience, the warts and all, the unedited bits, the outtakes, the jokes, the unpolished stuff. And do you know what? Give them a a question and answer or an extra session that doesn't go out anywhere else. There's a bit of a thank you for paying for something that actually they could get for free, but in a different experience. I'm actually going to do this, I think. I'm going to do this, and I think I'm going to do it sooner rather than later. Let me get the house moves on. But it hasn't happened, has it? We're in July. It's not happened. Now, this is where I'm going to play the, well, I did move house on the 26th of May card. But let's be honest, that card was pretty much time limited, and I think it's expired. Time is up now. So here's the exciting news. Exciting, scary, whatever. Scary. At the end of July... So the end of this month, I will be recording an episode live in front of a virtual audience. Now, I know I spoke about doing this as a way to make money from your podcast. It was the episode that I talked about um, all the different ways your podcast can make you money that aren't sponsorship, essentially. But I'm not going to be charging you anything to come along as this is a bit of a test event for me. No COVID test event, just a test event for me. Having a play around, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't work so that I can then use that for my clients. So you're basically my audience guinea pigs. So I'm not going to charge you to come to this event. The date of the recording, get your diaries ready, get it in. Friday the 30th of July, so last Friday of this month, at half past one because I figured when I'm finished I can have a nice glass of wine or a cider or a gin or or whatever else and it won't be no one's going to frown at me for doing that it's Friday afternoon in summer it's allowed and I think I might need a glass of something after I've done this so that's the announcement and the rest of this episode is actually going to be me explaining my thought process and hopefully my planning process for this live podcast But I'll be honest, I am so nervous about this. So, so nervous. And I want to be honest with you and tell you that because it's important, I think, that you know that sometimes things scare me as well. But why am I nervous about doing this? Well, number one, I've never put on a live podcast recording before. So this is new for me and I'm learning as I go. And I'm learning in public as well, okay? And... I put myself out there a lot as someone who knows what they're talking about. So putting myself out there, learning in public and saying, this is something I'm not too sure about. Actually, it feels a little bit like it goes against 
what I say, but also at the same time, when I think about it, actually, I don't think it does. I think it shows that I want to learn and I want to do things and I don't think I know every single thing and I don't know every single thing and I want you to know that I am always learning and I am always pushing myself but it's really nervous doing that in a very public way. (laughs) Um, Also, what if nobody turns up? What if nobody wants to join in? (gasps) The shame of it. The shame that is going to keep me awake at night for the whole of this month, I think. And lastly, I'm I'm a bit nervous because I'm going to have to put on makeup and I'm not sure if I can remember how. (laughs) However, I can't spend my days, well, lots of my days, telling you to do something that you might be uncomfortable doing and not do that myself. I can't. And anyway, whatever the outcome, let's be honest, there'll be plenty of content from it for for the rest of time. (laughs) So my planning in this episode is twofold because I need to plan the tech and I also need to plan the content or the format at least. So let's start with the tech. Normally when I record a podcast, in fact right now when I'm recording this, what I've done is I've switched on my computer. I've opened up the audio software that I use to record and edit on. That's Adobe Audition, in case you were wondering. I then hit record and off I go. If I'm not at my desk, so if I'm out and about, I might use one of my recording devices. So that can be something even like my iPad or my phone with a mic plugged in, or maybe my Zoom H6, which has a microphone attached to it, or I can attach a microphone to it, I should say, or I can plug microphones in it. It's all pretty simple. So that's nice and useful, and that's what I tend to do. When I have guests and we're not in the same room because I can record with guests using the Zoom H6. I can do that even with two metre gaps, I can. Um, Can't do it quite so easily with an iPad or a phone at the moment. But if I have guests, then I, you know, if we're together, I will use that. If we're not together, we're using remote recording, then I tend to use uh, programmes or software designed for remote podcast recording. Or I'll just hop onto Zoom because, you know what, if the guest is not particularly tech savvy, I've said this before, I'll say it again. Sometimes it's better to just go with Zoom and suck up the slight loss in audio quality because that will leave the guest more relaxed, more comfortable, happier using Zoom because they know it, they understand it. For goodness sake, my mum and dad use Zoom now. And if you've ever met my mum, why would you have met my mum? If you do get to meet my mum, she's the least tech-savvy person going, but she's happy on Zoom. So if that means that your guest is going to be more relaxed, you're going to get a better interview from them, use Zoom. Because the audio quality, downgrading of audio quality, it's so minimal to the untrained and naked ear. As long as you've got good internet connection and you record locally on separate tracks, just use it if you're going to get a better interview. There we go. That's my Zoom slash audio snobbery rant that I managed to get in most episodes. I'm quite proud of how I can shoehorn it into every every single episode I do. But honestly, seriously. So with this, though, with this live podcast recording I've got to make sure that you can be part of it because it's not me just delivering a lecture, delivering a podcast. If I'm going to do a live podcast recording, 
It's got to be where you can be involved because otherwise, what's the point? Why would you sign up? Especially when it's a remote one and not a real life one. I get it if it's a real life one, you want to have a bit of a performance, don't you? But I, I just think you need to get something. You need to be part of part of it a little bit more than you would if you were just listening to it. So I need to make sure that I can have that. Otherwise, I'm not going to do it. And the good news is, there's a few options out there. There's more options out there than I was expecting, actually. So that has surprised me and I'm quite happy surprised as well. So first off, there is the Podbean live stream. So Podbean, like pod and bean, like baked beans. Um, It looks great. I really like it. I've had a good old play around with it. And it has a free level for you to take advantage of. So you don't need to sign up and hand over money before you do it. So you can have a bit of a play around and decide if you like it without having to, you know, invest in it quite a lot of money. Your guests can call in via the app. So they do need to download the Podbean app. Um, But you can have plenty of interaction in the chat as well as get your guests on talking. You can have a certain number of speakers on the different levels. So co-hosts, guests, oh, and you as a host as well. But even on the free version, you can have, I think it's four guests and co-hosts, so five people, including you. That's pretty decent, I think. Podbean also provides sound effects for you to play in live and some royalty-free music as well. So if you want, you know, say you tell a hilarious joke, I mean, Obviously, I tell hilarious jokes all the time. Um, You can just play some sort of laughing sound effect on it. Or if you want to give yourself a round of applause, you can play an applause sound effect. So you can have a bit of fun with it like that. You don't need to put it in in the edit. So your audience gets to hear the full on experience as such. So if you normally have silly, I say silly sound effects, they're not silly. If you normally have sound effects in your episode that you chuck in in the post recording so after you've recorded and you put it in in the edit afterwards you can do this live so the audience don't miss out on the full experience and there's an option for your listeners to support you give you gifts via the pod points and all of that and it's not some weird cryptocurrency scam i promise it's just ways of like supporting podcasters you can also schedule the live ahead of time and you can make it either a public link so the whole world can just go, oh, what's this? And, and log on. Or you can make an unlisted link that you share with those you want to share it with. So if you want to make it a paying option, which I have mentioned, you can just go, right, give me give me five pounds or whatever it is. I just said five pounds because I just see a five in my, in my purse. Um, then you can go, here's a, give me a fiver. Here's the link. Jobs are good and I like it. I like it a lot. I've been playing with this and I think it's really good. And I'd just like to point out here, I am not being paid by Podbean. I'm not being paid or an affiliate of any of these apart from uh, Riverside.fm. I'm just an affiliate on there and I'm not sharing any affiliate links in this just to make it really obvious and clear. I also then looked at Spreaker. This is another podcast host platform but it's also one that's going to charge you. So there's no free option to do a live stream podcast on this. You need to pay $7 a month to get 45 minutes of live streaming. If you want more than that, then the next level up is $20 a month. That's US dollars as well. But this does include other things. So you get to include your podcast hosting and all all that sort of stuff as well. So it, it swings and roundabouts. 
I had to download an app to my computer to try it out and have a look at it, which comparing that to Podbean, which you can just click onto online, that annoyed me a little bit, if I'm being honest. But like Podbean, Spreaker offers sound effects and a listener chat box. I don't think I mentioned that earlier. No, I didn't. So you have a listener chat box where the listener can sort of just say, hey, loving this, as well as doing the calling in bit kind of thing. Personally, I think I prefer Podbean to the Spreaker one, even though Spreaker probably looks a little bit slicker and probably a little bit more modern looking. I just think Podbean had more to offer and felt just something about it felt better. I know that's not particularly useful when you're hearing, oh, it just felt better, but that's just my gut feeling. My feeling was I just think I would have gone with Podbean over Spreaker. Then you've got riverside.fm. So I've been using Riverside for my recording a lot of uh, my remote interviews at the moment, and I'm really enjoying using it. What I like about Riverside is that I can go in as a producer for clients and my track doesn't get recorded. I also like the fact that we can see each other, but you don't have to record the video either. And I've also had some really good customer service from them when things got a bit tricky. The downside is that you can only use Chrome to to access Riverside.fm, and that's been tricky for some of my clients' guests when they've need they've not had Chrome. So again, Riverside is a paid service, and you have to start you have to pay to to do the live streaming. It starts at fifteen dollars a month if you pay the year in full up front. It's one of those, I'm afraid. It's a little bit more if you want to pay it monthly, and as well as having audience members in your podcast recording you can also live stream it at the same time as you're recording it live to wherever you live stream so youtube facebook linkedin wherever and what i like about it as well is you've got the video so your audience gets to see you which is the thing that as far as i can tell from what i've had to play that's what makes it different to podbean and spreaker options now you may not want people to see you But I think if you're doing a virtual live recording, make it as real life as possible. Uh, Your audience can also call in. So they can sort of say they've got a question and be on camera when they ask this question as well. I really like this option, but just want to let you know, you as host are in charge of letting the audience members come in or not. They're not just going to dive in and you know unheard or or unannounced uninvited they have to type in their question it pops up on your screen and your screen alone and you decide if you want that person to come in and when they come in it's one guest sorry one audience member at a time so you can't get three or four people from the audience to come on and, and chat it's just one at the time um and they get videoed and recorded as well so you you don't lose them they're all they're part of the recording so from what I can tell, there will be no Zoom bombing unless, you know, you've let them in. <laughs> or at least I hope not. Please don't hold me to this. Oh, no, don't don't add Zoom bombing to my worries. Riverside's also added a recently added a media board. So again, somewhere where you can upload your own tracks, your own sound effects, and even video clips as well and play them in live. So this is good because it means I can put the intro to my podcast, which is recorded separately. I don't record that every week and edit it all in. So I can just drop that in the media board, play it in real time, and that'll just make editing at the end a piece of cake. 
So you can probably tell I'm going to go with Riverside for the actual recording of my episode, mainly because I'm already using it. I'm already paying for it. So why not? I'm very comfortable with it. This goes back to the Zoom issue. Remember I said if people are comfortable using Zoom, they're going to be happier. Well, this is the same thing for me. I'm comfortable using Riverside. So I need to be very much in control of what I'm doing and relax with what I'm doing and not worrying too much about the tech. So yeah, I'm going to go with Riverside for those reasons and because it has that video capabilities too. But I'll be honest, it was a close call between that and using the Podbean service. I really like the Podbean service and I think you would probably like it too if you wanted to give it a go. And let's not forget Zoom. Keep talking about Zoom. You could use a Zoom call to do it, either a normal Zoom call or maybe a webinar setting if you don't want people to be um, part of the conversation or accidentally unmuting themselves, all that sort of thing. That's the only issue I sort of feel with Zoom is you're going to have people unmuting themselves and just bursting in however they want to. You could also simply record a live stream video that you do to Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube and put that out and say that is your live recording. So there's there are options out there. We can make it easy for ourselves. I think we don't necessarily have to go for uh, technology that we uh, aren't comfortable with. So that's the tech. What about the format? And this is a good question. Why, thank you, Charlotte. I asked it all myself. I've now started talking to myself because I'm so nervous about all of this. So the format. It's a question I've been thinking about a lot. Do I want to do a straight recording of a normal episode? Do I make it a guest episode? Get a guest on because it's a really good opportunity to have someone in front of an audience. Or should I just throw it open for questions from the audience, do a Q&A type, um, type episode so that there's no real format. It's totally different to normal. And I've gone backwards and forwards thinking about this. And all sorts of reasons have gone in my head because... I want this podcast to be special for the people who are turning up, but I also don't want to exclude the people that haven't turned up because either the time isn't right for them, the day isn't right for them, or it's just not its just not what they want to do. But they cannot be excluded from being part of the, of the episode and being part of the podcast because that's the whole point of this podcast. It's for this little community. So, oh, my head's been all over the place on this. <laughs> it really has. But this is this is what I think, right? This episode is for everybody who listens, not just the people who show up to the recording. But of course, the people who show up to the recording deserve a bit extra for their time. Or at least that's what I think. They've invested some time in this. I need to make that return on the investment good. So for me, I think the format will go something like this. Now, please don't hold me to this because I change these things along all the time. But this is how it roughly looks as I've got it written down at the moment. Starting with a hello, welcome, the housekeeping bit before I press record. Then I'm going to do the recording of the normal sounding podcast episode, warts and all. So you're going to get the outtakes. You're going to get the the, the bits where I can't talk, the bits where I forget my name, all of that sort of bit. Um, so that's what you'll get if you turn up live. I suspect I might edit this for publication, depending on how much I go off script or, like I say, how much I fail at talking. So coming live to the episode means that you'll get the outtakes, you'll get the screwed up faces that I make. I don't know if that's the selling point or not, but you'll get the warts and all recording side of things. And 
you can have a bit of a nosy about how I do things because I might share my screen and show you what my script format looks like, that kind of thing. Maybe, haven't thought about that properly yet, but that's an idea. Then I was thinking I could kind of do a chat about the episode topic with questions that you've come up with when you're in the audience as I've been presenting, presenting the podcast? Yes, it's presenting the podcast. And I'm thinking that this won't make it on the public podcast the one that gets put out there, the one that gets published. And I'm thinking what I'll do is I'll keep this recording separate for attendees of the live recording. So there is that little special extra red button material for you if you come along to this podcast recording. Then I will do like a general Q&A. So I'll take submitted questions for people that can't make it to the recording. And also if you're in the audience as well, you can come up and ask your question. And I will just point out here, if you are a member of the audience and you want to be there and you want to ask a question, but the thought of being recorded is making you feel a little bit ill, a little bit queasy, you just don't want to be recorded in for, for the public for the public for the published episode then absolutely just let me know and I won't put it out there it's as easy as that there's you know no no kind of um no worries about doing that at all but in general this section will go to the public because I want people to know it was a slightly different episode and I think this will make it that slightly different episode then I'll wrap up with a thank you and then I will dive into the the wine the gin and the haribo the Tangfastics, in fact. Oh, I love Tangfastics. Anyway, that's how I see it going at the moment. I might change a bit between now and then because I'm going to obviously do a little bit more research, a little listen to more sort of live episodes. But it's just important to me to recognise that the live audience has invested time and potentially money if I do this again or if you're thinking of doing this. Um, it's really important to recognise that people have invested their time and, you know, they might be putting money in your pocket for doing this. So if you are thinking of doing this, just remember that. I just want to make sure that the audience gets a return on their time investment on the 30th of July. <sighs> Deep breath time. I am, as I've mentioned already, very nervous about this, especially doing it virtually and making people sign up to take part. I'm worried we're all zoomed out. And yes, Zoom is now the generic term for being in an online event. I'm worried will people think it's a webinar and not turn up or maybe they'll think it's a webinar and turn up and be disappointed. I'm worried nobody's going to turn up and I'm going to have to come on here in a future episode and tell you because yes, of course, I'm doing another episode about this. I'm going to be reflecting on the experience and my learnings. And can you imagine and in fact, it's what I am doing is I'm imagining what will happen when nobody turns up or if nobody turns up and it's I have to come on and go, well, nobody turned up. Hmm. I'm worried nobody will have any questions to ask and then the Q&A will be just me going against all my BBC training and making up questions from Jean in Fenton. <laughs> That Gene and Fenton reference is a ridiculous inside joke that only a handful of people in the world will understand. However, here's the thing. Do feel free to come along to the podcast recording and ask me about Gene and Fenton. I will reply. Or again, if you see me in real life, ask me about Gene and Fenton. I will reply, but I will only do so in a way that I don't record it. It will not be written down. It will not be recorded. There you go. 
I'm worried the tech will fail. That really worries me, which shouldn't worry me because I'm pretty confident in it, but it worries me. I'm worried that four weeks isn't enough time for me to lose four stone. (laughs) But in all seriousness, right, it's worrying me that, you know, there are no filters on this camera. And what if all you have is this picture in your head of me and then you see lockdown large Charlotte rather than the photos I used, which were clearly taken in 2019. And what if you're disappointed? I mean, it sounds so utterly vain and shallow and it is utterly vain and shallow but I'm still worrying about it I am genuinely worrying about showing up my face because my face is a face for radio and I'm not saying that to try and get you know likes and shares or whatever I'm not attention that's the word I was looking for I'm not doing that I'm just doing that because that's genuinely how I feel I'm just I prefer I prefer you not to see me (laughs) but there you go do these things so yeah here's the thing whilst I'm worried about all of that I tell you what I'm not worried about I'm not worried that I've got nothing to say and I'm not worried that what I have to say isn't useful and valuable because I know it is I know that I've always got something to say rightly or wrongly and I also know that what I say is valuable and useful so actually that should see me through I also know the experience will be hugely beneficial to me and my clients, whatever happens, whatever. And last but not least, if I keep telling clients that they have to get over their hang-ups and do podcasting, even though they're scared, whatever, then guess what? I've got to push myself to get over my hang-ups and do podcasting in a way I've not done before. So there we go. That's what I'm doing. So now I have a bit of a plan. I now need you. I need you to join my audience for the live recording of the podcast. And I would love you to be there. We'll have a bit of a party. It's Friday afternoon that we're going to be doing it. 30th of July, 1.30. So I'll have had my lunch. And by the time I'm finished, I can have a glass of wine. I think that's a good deal. You can have a glass of wine while I'm doing it. You know, let's have that as a thing. So yeah, Live podcast recording, July the 30th, 1.30pm. You can sign up. I will put the sign up link in the show notes. I will put it on my website. It'll be all over social media as well and also on my emails. So I'd like, I'd just love you to sign up. And if you do, I will love you forever and ever and ever. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope it's made you want to come along to the podcast recording. Uh, If you want to get in touch, you can do so in all the usual ways on Instagram. I am at Charlotte Foster Podcasts. On LinkedIn, I am Charlotte Foster Podcast Queen. I'll see you next week.